All right. We didn't update the leaderboard. You got to give yourself another another win for for the uh, lightning round. Tom is beating me 5 to 2. Yeah, that was the one that goes across. Yes. Yes. So. <laughs> and then for the guesses, Christiane has 4. I have she's, Yeah, she's three. stumped us four times. Yeah. Fran's gotten it right three. three and Tom's um, gotten one. Yeah. So let's see if I can catch you or or what happens. Are you going to laugh if we don't get this one? Uh, maybe. All I right. just like to laugh. <laughs> All right. What do you got? For, today is a deciduous multi-stemmed shrub that is four to six foot tall, three to four foot wide. Its native range is eastern, the eastern United States distribution extending as far west as Texas, and it is facultative. Oh, that could be uh, that could be a lot of things. Eastern it? U.S. Yeah, I, um, I would like to know more than if it's the whole. But I'm not going to ask that question. Like I'm wondering if it's actually the whole eastern. Uh, don't ask that question because I can't tell you right All now. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, but I mean, height height wise, we're really limiting that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you, do you have a question? Um, I'm gonna get asked my old my old steady question. Okay. And what do the flowers look like? The flowers are small and non showy, pale green with purple stamens and five right. distinct clawed petals. All right, that gives oh, me that's... something. That's not what I was expecting. Um, fall leaf color. Dark orange red. Dark orange red. Ooh, okay. All right. Wow. Um, the flower really threw me off. I, I was originally thinking Father Gilla. But the flower would be white and like a little mm-hmm. more like bottle brush like um, yeah. because that's smaller facultative. I don't think it goes as far north as us. That I think that's a little more southeast. So the, the small non-showy flower kind of throws me off. Like the dark orange-red fall color, it's not going to be, be Virginia Sweet Spire because that's mm-hmm. an obligate. Yep. Uh, Clethra is yep. going to get a little bit bigger and is more orangey. Like I don't know if I'd yeah, say the yellowish orange. I and that's was... obviously the flower is going to be more. And the non you said nondescript flowers, right? Yeah, yeah, nondescript. So like that made same. me think of Ilocabra, but that's an that's that's, that's, that's evergreen. Another, that's evergreen. evergreen, and it's going to get taller. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh, is it? Am I overthinking this? Is a winterberry holly? That's going to get taller, and that's a fact wet, right? Yeah. So I have no idea. All right. Uh, Christiane's doing her little dance over here. I, I've the only the closest I can get is Winterberry Holly. I can't okay. think of anything outside of that. I think that's going to be like ten to twelve foot yeah, tall. Yeah, like, and, it's and that's facultative right. wet, and that's facultative wet, yeah. and that's yellow fall color. Um, the, the issue I'm running into, friend, is I can't think of another plant to say. No, and that's <laughs> and we can't have this be an hour long show. It's got we have a time limit. I, I <laughs> know, I know, but we've been good all week. Yeah. <laughs> like I've been good at narrowing down what it's not, but I can't tell you what it is. Um, but I want to have a guess at least. Um. um I don't even have a guess. You need to, yeah. You need to break out of your your comfort zone of picking something that you know is wrong, 
and just pick something you know is wrong for the sake of time. <laughs> All right, Father Gala Gardini. It is American Strawberry Bush. Oh, interesting. you want to miss Americanus. I don't like your flower description. <laughs> you can take it up with Google. <laughs> You're listening to A Native Plant Every Day with Tom and Fran. Happy Thursday, everyone. Welcome back to A Native Plant Every Day with Tom and Fran. I am Fran. And I'm Tom. And I'm Christiane, the winner. <laughs> we got to update the uh, – that's your, your, your number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's plant is Euonymus americanus, um, which is American strawberry bush, bursting heart or hearts a bursting. I'm wondering how many of our listeners were yelling out the answer, going, "Come on, you guys! It's it's it's, it's, it's American strawberry bush." It's Russell Nari's favorite plant. I but know. It's, again, one I haven't added to my yard. I would probably like to. Yeah. And um, just haven't gotten my hands on it yet. And I looked it up just to – we complained about the flower description. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, it's pretty you're, accurate. You're right. <laughs> but it, on that page, some of the other common names – and I'm only including these because they sound really fun – was uh, Brook Euonymus. Or we said Hearts of Burst and Burst and Hearts. And then Wahoo. 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 <laughs> Wahoo. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's it's a plant that I've come across occasionally in the wild. Uh, we're familiar with it. It's You just don't see a lot of it anymore. It's I, If I – I I had to look down. I was pretty sure, but I wanted to. I, I know deer like to browse it, and and it's mm-hmm. a common understory uh, here. So it, it typically gets browsed so heavily that you don't get a chance to see it. So um, it is uh, four to six foot tall, three to four foot in spread. Facultative, its native range, which is eastern United States, uh, extending as far west as Texas. Deciduous multi-stem shrub from the Celastriaceae family. Uh, and it has oppositely arranged bright green oval leaves that are leathery or papery in texture. Yeah, the bark is uh, is green or is green, and then um, on the twigs, and then there's darker bark on the trunk on the not on the twunk on the trunk, <laughs> and um, <laughs> it has small and non showy green pale green flowers with purple stamens and five distinct clawed petals in May and June. Uh, but what you're really look, looking on this plant is. The unique warty pink fruit capsule that will start to open in the fall months, revealing large orange seeds. I wish that's what we had asked rather than. Then why didn't you ask that, friend? That's, well, it's, yeah. you know, I always in hindsight, ask, in I retrospect. I always ask the flower color, yeah. and you tend to ask about the fruit. Yeah. So why didn't you hold up your end of the I bargain? I don't know. It's, I don't um, know. But uh, the fall color is dark orange red, as we've already established now. Tom, give us give us a lesson. This is a dicot. Do you remember the difference between a monocot and a dicot? You're bringing me back to my freshman year yeah. botany class, and uh, where we learned about monocots and dicots. And you have your cotyledon, which is basically when the seed germinates, and you have the little bitty plant starting to come up, break through. And uh, a dicot basically means that it has die, meaning two yeah. leaves. So it has two uh, immature leaves, where a monocot only has the one. And then eventually those fall off, and you have your true leaves come out. And I really hope I'm, uh, I'm making Professor Bruce proud, <laughs> remembering that now a long, 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 not even, how long ago, 
12 years later. <laughs> so. Now, Christiane, did, did you know that? Do you remember that from college? I can't keep any mono or die things straight in my head. Well, we, we've already had that yeah. monoecious and dioecious. <laughs> yeah. I, I tend to confuse those all the time. Uh, it does spread by rhizomes, so the stems will root at the nodes where they touch the ground, and then the seeds dispersed by animals. But it's – I'm – I didn't know this, that typically it lives less than 10 years, which I wasn't uh, aware that it was so short-lived. Yeah, so if I had planted one at my college graduation, it would no longer be alive. <laughs> so, Probably <laughs> not. Which I did not learn in Bible <laughs> So, And although it will tolerate full shade, strawberry bush fruits best when it grows in light shade, um, so meaning gets a little bit more sun, which is something yeah. we see commonly. I'm thinking of, of Cornus, Florida, which yes. flowering dogwood, very similar. You get that thing in full sun and – it's just covered in flowers. When you see it, like where I see it in that dappled shade, part shade, or full shade in the woods, you're getting like a handful of flowers. Um, and it's really cool when you see the ones where they're like half in the sun, half in the shade, and they're like yeah. kind of half and half with that shade yeah. line. So Now, you mentioned that one of the common names was brook alder, or I mean not brook alder, I'm sorry, brook uh, strawberry, brook yeah. is where I've typically found it in nature is alongside Mm-hmm. Uh, like lakeside or, or brookside, which is pretty interesting. Oh, very cool. Uh, so. But you mentioned uh, like Cornish, Florida, much like Cornish, Florida, it's susceptible to powdery mildew, anthracnose, uh, can also get euonymus scale, Cicospora, uh, leaf spot, scab, and crown gall. Yeah. It's uh, a plant that's resistant to fire in the landscape, or as my friends down south say, far. And um, <laughs> it is tolerant of uh, another one of my favorite things, juglone. Yes. You plant it next to a black walnut and not have to worry about the insane class posse coming Showing up, to, up yeah. to get it. Um, it's like a T-Rex. If you don't move, they can't see it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so, the fruit is eaten by songbirds, small mammals, and wild turkeys. And deer have been known to graze on this plant and love the tender leaves and stems. Uh, they are pollinated by bees, beetles, flies, and ants, which I, I think is pretty interesting. Um, the fruit is known to be a strong laxative and cause severe diarrhea. So I'll have to so, mark and make yeah, sure either I don't eat that. Remember that for good times <laughs> or bad. And, uh, <laughs> it is the host plant for webworm larvae of the American ermine moth. Uh, and it's good use uh, shady perennial border. Uh, you can use a rain garden. It is facultative, so it can kind of handle both conditions. Uh, shrub border, woodland garden, or naturalizing. I think that's a great naturalizing plant. Mm-hmm. It's it's showy uh, when it's it's fruiting. Um, not as showy prior to that, but it's when when you notice it in fruit, it's 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 a nice welcome treat. And you mentioned Russ Frenari, uh, a mm-hmm. past guest of ours, is is a big fan of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, so Native Americans used the roots of this plant to make a tea that would aid in uterine prolapse, vomiting of blood, stomach aches, malaria, liver congestion, constipation, and urinary tract infections. And the bark of this shrub was also used in aiding of dandruff control when the bark was turned into a powder-like substance. Um, Fran, what would you substitute this for if in, in a home landscape? So, you know, a lot of people are familiar with burning bush, which is an invasive. It, it's not going to give you that same... Uh, thick form, uh, mm-hmm. like V-shaped form of a burning bush, but it's going to give you that same euonymus look. So yeah. you're going to get um, like a little bit of the fall color. You're going to get uh, a more interesting, a more interesting yeah. bloom and mm-hmm. and fruit than than burning bush. Um, also, Japanese barberry, you know, because it's short. Like people are often saying, like I want these shrubs, but I don't want something ten foot. I don't yep. want something twelve, yep. four to six foot. 
doesn't even necessarily that's like ideal conditions. Yeah. Uh, so Japanese barberry, heavenly bamboo, any of those, I think would be a great, great yeah, substitute awesome, for that. Awesome. All right, we're we're going in. I got to try to rebeat. I've been get. I'm getting close, close but no cigar so, for the yeah. lightning That's round. Close. Uh, no, I well, I'm I'm Tom's winning five to two, but I've lost at least three in tiebreakers. It's true. It's not bad. You you yeah. flip it the other way, then I'm winning five to two. I'm just bad at tiebreakers. <laughs> 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 All right, go ahead. First up, true false. High plant presence is an indicator of low deer pressure in the area. True, false. Pruning is necessary to maintain the health of the plant. True, false. The reference to strawberry in the common name is due to similar flowers on the plant. True, false. In certain conditions, the bark of the plant turns a purplish color. And then true, false. Euonymus americanus is the only species in the Celestiaceae family to be found exclusively in the United States. I feel okay. Yeah, like I'm uh, uh, like I think I did okay. Some I yeah, some yeah. I'm very confident on that. I'm sure I got right in others where I'm like, eh, I'm making an educated guess. I don't. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll go with that. All right, <laughs> All right got it. First up, true, this plant is considered an ice cream plant for deer and is often grazed to the ground. Next up is false. This plant only needs to be pruned to manage the size, and if you do prune, do it in winter. All right. Now, I just want to say I I said true, and maybe it's not necessary, but I feel like if you're not pruning that plant, it's it's stalky. Yes. Like it's yeah. it, you're getting one or two leggy stalks. So – all right. So I, I, I mean, it's it's. I went I, with true, but it's. I agree with you. Just knowing, it's just not necessary. A little bit about the plant, yeah. but it's not necessary. Okay. So that's why I put false. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. There you go, friend. <laughs> um, next is false. The fruit resembles a strawberry before mm-hmm. it opens. Then we have true. When the plant is exposed to full sun, the bark will change color. All right, so where are you at? I am four for four. I am three for four, so I'm one off. So I need to get this right. Tom needs to get it wrong. Next up, or last, is true. It is one of the – it is the only one of (laughs) 1,300 species of the same genus. Tom's smiling. You got it? I got it right. So Uh, that's – I I got it right too. clean sweep. I got two questions wrong all week in the quizzes. Four for five. Yeah. You did very well. As, yeah, as, as I feel well. good. I think like, you've also only got two or three wrong all week. Yeah, like so. I'm feeling pretty good. Like I feel good that a lot of the things that I'm throwing in to mm-hmm. to accompany the information that Christiane supplied us are ending up in the lightning round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm good at research. Yeah. Yeah, you are. You are. I will give you kudos to – I'm go. glad it's on recording. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're not. I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> I can. I can edit that out. So it's been a great week, uh, Tom. Are you putting this in your yard? Yeah, I. I want to. I just. Uh, I haven't done it yet. I, I've wanted to probably for like two years now. Once I figured when Russ Finari told me about this plant, I'm like, oh yeah, I want to put this in my yard. And I just. I keep forgetting. Yeah. Um. Commercial. Commercially, it's very difficult to find yeah. oh, because of because of deer pressure. 
there's not too many places that have it because once you have it, you have to have it protected to keep the deer away. We're in a very heavy populated deer area. I would love to have it in my property. It would fit perfectly. It's probably the right environment. I get eight to ten deer a night in my property. So even if I had it, I don't know if it's surviving. But, yeah, I would do. How about you, Christiane? Yep, I just yanked out some burning bush last year and am trying to find something to put in place. That's a good good substitution. I like it. So it's been a good week. We discussed five fantastic plants. Four fantastic. We've discussed – yeah, we've, we've discussed, discussed red more than a lot We've too. discussed four so. fantastic plants. <laughs> Tomorrow there is no episode because we're leaving that specifically for um, – Native Plants Healthy Planet with our with our Friday episode. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure you uh, don't have to make a choice Yep, and you can just uh, listen to the one episode. But we'll be back next week for four more fantastic plants. And until then, keep it native. Thank you for listening to A Native Plant Every Day with Tom and Fran. Hey everyone, this is Fran and Tom, and we just wanted to give you a quick reminder to tune in every Friday to our other podcast, Native Plants Healthy Planet. Yeah, so on Native Plants Healthy Planet, we dive into all different kinds of subjects revolving around native plants and our ecology and having a healthy planet. We have guests from uh, from colleges, from other podcasts, from different nonprofits we work with, even authors. It's a really good time. We hope you join us over there. Make sure you tune in, and until then, keep it native. <laughs>